what a bombshell of an episode. Prince Liam has just bedded his brother's one true love. Let's get right to it. We're going to be covering the Royals season three, episode two, passing through nature to eternity right now. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Oh my gosh. This episode, crazy. I screamed at the end of it. Anyone else? I was just like in on shock and on. I was like, I knew it. I knew it. I had it. I had an inkling the whole time. Same. Fern, did you? The whole time, I'm like, who is she? They didn't explain last week. They right. didn't explain this week. And then at the end, it was like, is that her? That that's her. Yeah. Oh crazy. God. As oh. soon as I saw the tattoo, I was like, all right. The jig is up. <laughs> <laughs> we are reeling, but we should introduce ourselves before we freak out anymore. Hey guys, it's Megan Stecker again this week. Um, you can tweet me at Megan Stecker, also on Instagram and Snapchat at the same name. And look who's back. I'm so happy to be back. This is Fern Rone. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at Fern Rone. And hey guys, it's Allie Nasta here. You can find me on Twitter at Allie Nasta and on Instagram at Allie Girl. And guys, I'm Sam Davidson. I'm super excited to be here tonight. Wow. I love this show. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at SamD43. And I'm in the live chat, so please keep on chatting, guys. Yay! Thanks for joining us tonight. Yes, I am so excited. <gasps> okay, where do we start? Um, we return to see uh, Prince Robert still uh, stranded on a desert island. This cute little tiny island <laughs> all to himself. Um, he's starting to have hallucinations. Mm-hmm. Um, and he imagines himself kind of a, a, having a firing squad of the press pepper him with questions if he were to return back to the palace. He really imagines what that would be like. He's going to keep having visions throughout the rest of the episode, so we'll let that lie right there for a sec. Um, this was one of those choppy, choppy episodes that it's so mm-hmm. hard to recap, but we'll do our best for everyone tonight. Um and then Eleanor is uh, awoken by a little girl who starts peppering her with questions. So I right away knew this must be Mr. Hill's daughter. I imagined her to be a little older. Yeah, same. Yeah. yeah. But, and maybe that's the way he described her last season that maybe, maybe we all thought Yeah, because he was talking about how he, she, was the, he's, she was the reason he came to the palace. And so you expect someone to be a little bit more older because of the value of how mature right. that was. Right. To tell your dad, hey, you should go help them. Right. Um, but I thought it, as soon as she started talking to her, I was like, all right, there's no other reason why there should be a little girl in that palace other mm-hmm. than the reason that, you know, he's living there now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, she is Sarah Alice. Mm-hmm. And you can call her Sarah or you can call her Alice. Um, <laughs> and I love little kids with British accents, by the oh, way. Yes. Uh, so, so adorable. adorable. Like, do you guys remember The Holiday, that movie? With yes. Cameron? And there was that moment with Jude Law's kids. Yes, they were so um, adorable. Kind and of reminded like, me a little bit. Uh, <laughs> allow me. Uh, you look like my Barbie. <laughs> yeah. That is like the best line of the movie. My boyfriend and I always quote that whenever I'm like, oh, let's watch that movie. And I, we're always like, you look like my Barbie. It's so cute. So cute. Um... Anywho, so she's adorable, but she's very talky-talky, mm-hmm. and uh, Eleanor has to quickly jump out of bed to keep her from touching cocaine she has <laughs> left out yeah. on her uh, bedroom coffee table. Yes. And this is when we get a great look at Eleanor's new bedroom. So last episode, she and Jasper started painting the back of her door where she had spray-painted it all the way back in season one, but now her entire bedroom, rather than that old like blue and gold wallpaper that she had, mm-hmm. her entire bedroom is this beautiful dark hunter green, like emerald green. 
and lots of um, gold is now popping out on the walls as far as the accessories and the bedding and everything. Um, did anybody else pick up on it? Or Absolutely. Just oh, yeah, okay. I thought it looked great. I was really excited to kind of, it felt like it was more her, you know, yes. the darker vibes. Mm. Totally like, I felt like it made her shine and brighter as a person. I don't know why. Mm. <laughs> I agree. It, it's a good point though to pick up on that kind of stuff because I feel like the like interior of the palace and the fashion and just mm. like furniture, everything interior design, it's almost, it's a reflection I feel like of the characters, like yeah, personalities really. or what mm-hmm. they're going through, especially Eleanor's room though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we talked about this last week. Yeah. Uh, Megan brought up that her outfit was kind of like a circus outfit, mm-hmm. as if she, her life is like she's living in a circus. So that was amazing to be picked mm-hmm. up on as well. Yeah. I feel and, like the... Oh, go ahead, Brian. Oh, she just like cleaned up the, the spray paint, right? So her yeah. life went from messy and chaotic, even though it's still a little <laughs> messy, to it's getting cleaner. It's getting greener pastures abound. Fern has a really a great touch with like the other Thank side you. and spirituality. If you guys don't know, so I love her takes on everything. Fern Thank has you, an amazing you, book you. about oh that. My What's God, it called again? So Better in the morning. Enough about me. Um, I don't mind. I don't mind dropping your book title. Available on Amazon. Anywhere books are sold online. Um, so yes, we love like the art department and the wardrobe department. Always give us these amazing hints, and it's wonderful to pick up on them and be like, oh, what a gift! Like they're mm-hmm. trying to tell us a story, not just through words and actions mm-hmm. of the characters. Um, and we get to revisit with Catherine, so the mm-hmm. mystery bartender from last week that we're all kind of confused about. Um, she tells Will in the morning she put her number in his phone. So apparently he had her number because they mentioned a text at some point in the episode, but she didn't know how to get a hold of him. Oh, something okay. Like, she said but, something about you texted me, but now... Yeah, oh, she, oh it, was that at the end of the episode? Or? Yeah. yeah, she. I think she was just basically saying, like, I don't have a way of contacting you, basically yeah. falls in your core. Mm-hmm. And I, you could tell a lot of that the whole episode, like, mm-hmm. it's up to you to make this move. Um, and so I just kind of um, took that as, she definitely was into him, and I could tell she was into him, but I knew there was something, something there that wasn't quite right, and obviously we find that out. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, I think she just was kind of like balls in your court because I'm not going to be the one to make that big move and that right. huge step. Right. And clearly mm-hmm. she's going through a lot of emotional problems right now, too, as much as he mm-hmm. is. So it's like they're kind of the comfort for each other. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I was kind of confused by their whole thing, and I'm, I'm excited to rewatch it now mm-hmm. knowing that information. Because then you think about um, his conversation with Eleanor and if she would have known who he was really yeah. going for. Yeah. Like, what's that going to look like? Agreed. And I think that that lends itself to when they were talking about, we can't, this isn't a good idea, I shouldn't, conversations he has with Eleanor and conversations he has with Catherine, and then at the end, the big reveal, you're like, well, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> like, it wasn't a good idea. Um, so they hug goodbye, and it's kind of still mysterious who she is, mm-hmm. although she has a gorgeous apartment. Mm-hmm. And a yeah, fabulous grocery list on the door. Behind yeah. I did notice that. I, I was like chocolate. 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 <laughs> I was like, she likes chocolate and wine. Yes. Um, then we get to see the queen's bedroom in the next uh, scene, which is amazing. So she has an amazing new bedroom this season as well. Which I watched a, a video Mark Schwann did with Elizabeth Hurley um, on E's website for the show. Um, she calls it a Tiffany box bedroom. Mm -hmm. So it's beautiful Tiffany blue with all the gold ornamental things that go on in a royal bedroom. And if you would like some royal sheets 
I have an idea for you. Oh, tell us. Bowl and branch sheets are the softest, most comfortable sheets you will ever sleep on. And with the holidays coming, they're the perfect, thoughtful gift. That is a great idea. My sister just bought a house, so I should get her some sheets. She has bedrooms to fill. Uh, Because when you give bowl and branch, you're giving something everyone wants but rarely gets. It's a perfect night's sleep. Bowl and branch makes it easy for you. Shipping is free. Woo, we all need that with all of our Christmas gifts. Yes, we do. (laughs) And they come beautifully packaged in a gorgeous gift box. No gift wrapping needed. Also a bonus, I'm always paying extra for gift wrapping. Um, Pick up a set of Bowl and Branch sheets for yourself and your guest bedroom to get your house ready for the holidays. These are 100% organic cotton sheets, which means they start out super soft and get even softer over time every time you watch them, which is awesome. It's amazing. And they also last longer because they're organic, which is great. Um, Everyone loves Bowl and Branch sheets. They have thousands of five-star reviews, which is really important. That's the way I do all my shopping is reading the reviews. Uh, Even three, this is... An excellent, excellent thing to know, you guys. Three U.S. presidents sleep on Bowl and Branch sheets. Pretty great. That's why Bowl and Branch lets you sleep on them for 30 nights, and if you're not thrilled, just send them back for a refund. Amazing. Can't lose, yeah, you guys. that's a good drink. Right now, for our listeners, uh, order at bowlandbranch.com and get $50 off a set of sheets. That's $50 off at bowlandbranch.com. Promo code PODCAST1. Guys, that's spelled, it's might. Might be a little hard for you guys to envision how that's spelled. It's B O L L and branch, as in like a tree branch. dot com, and our promo code is podcast one for fifty dollars off. Awesome! Sounds great. <laughs> Sounds good. I think the queen's probably sleeping on those fabulous. I'm sure, yeah, she, <laughs> she definitely is. <laughs> if the U.S. presidents uh-huh. sleep on them, why wouldn't the Queen of England? Sleep of, on course. Them? of course, of course. Um, she. We get to see a really great scene. Like it's one of those funny fill in the blanks frilly scenes that we get in the show that's kind of fun and comedic where you see her preparing for her day and the mm-hmm. staff just like floods in and is pampering her but she dismisses them to have a meeting with her new Lord Chamberlain who's going over her schedule and menu of the day and I think we're kind of being told here you guys tell me what you think that she kind of has a crush on him after what happened last week because she so has this big smile on her face that she's hiding. Mm-hmm. Oh, totally. She totally like has a crush on him and she's trying to forget it and be like, oh, well, I'm just going to push this aside. We're totally going to see this re- like happen and rehash. Mm-hmm. It's like Eleanor and Jasper. Exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and Cyrus and Violet, like, you know, they're all susceptible to falling in love with the help. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Seems like a good place to go shopping for a lover at the the Royal Palace. I mean, I'm going to be real. They probably had really good sex. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he did exactly what she wanted. She wanted to be, like, thrown around and put in her place. (laughs) And he was like, okay, I got that. I rewatched that today, and I was like, dude, it's a little, like, that. you shouldn't have responded that way if you were not there to do that totally if like you knew you were in an interview then that is that's kind of taking advantage of the situation like i would know i would not be able to go into an interview and then like have that happen and then be like okay um i'm ready like what yeah so fyi he's down for whatever exactly (laughs) i was thinking that too i'm like he's not in on it he's just knows to play along like all right no wonder she hired (laughs) i love this new character because i love anytime we get a new character and trying to decide if they're going to be good Mm -hmm. or evil and I think they can do so much with him as far as, you know, the queen wanting to get her way or will he flip and turn, you know, to Cyrus's camp. We never know. So I enjoy 
being teased. Mm -hmm. Uh, So (laughs) So does she. (laughs) She definitely does. Uh, Cyrus appears on the same talk show that the prince and princess Mm -hmm. appeared on last week. Um, He tells the world he has cancer, which is a huge shocker, but it's kind of glazed right over. We don't get to see the people's... uh, like like Re- I said yeah, last week, actually, reaction. we don't get to see the people's reaction to his res- his him telling the yeah, world yeah. he has cancer. But I thought it was interesting. He wore a violet colored suit to tell everyone the only good person in the palace was Violet. Oh, you know, another good observation. Yeah, you know, with the whole Violet thing, this is the one time where I've seen Cyrus so really into somebody and like a different side of himself, mm-hmm. and just kind of having him talk about Violet again. I was like, okay, that's the Cyrus. Had Violet been able to stand a little bit longer, Cyrus, I think, could have turned for the better. And mm-hmm. he was like, I just, I, whenever he talks about her, I feel for him. I and obviously last episode I was talking about how he's so evil, but when he when you see that side and his vulnerability, it just makes me heartbroken for him. That he didn't even get a chance of happiness and his whole life he's been struggling to get any sort of glimpse of happiness or people to like him or mm-hmm. enjoy his company such a good point he doesn't even love his daughters he's like yeah. stand no. no he's a jerk though and mm-hmm. he and not that this matters like if you're bisexual you clearly can be in love with like a man or a woman but i feel like everybody forgets in the first season mm-hmm. i think it was like i mean he was you know having sex with men yeah. and mm-hmm. and it and that's like awesome and I'm, I'm glad that they put that in the show but now I don't know to be like oh he was so in love with this woman for some for some reason it's just still kind of like hard for me to be like well you know is he good is he bad and now he has cancer but I don't even feel that bad for him because he's so evil it's just confusing to me I feel like it rounds him out a little, like, to show that he's not all one thing. Like, he's mm-hmm. not all evil. There are elements of... That's a good point. ...of vulnerability. Yeah. Which makes him more believable. For sure. Think. And I was really excited to see that side of him again and really have him talk about Violet. Because mm-hmm. we kind of... Usually when someone dies in the show, we just kind of, like, brush him off like mm-hmm. it never happened. So I was glad that he did bring her back. But mm-hmm. when he was chasing after her, I was like, Cyrus... This is making me sad. Even though I do, like, I know he's evil, but when I hear him, like, see that vulnerability, Mm -hmm. I feel for him. Yeah. Agreed. It makes him relatable. It does. Um, Yeah, it's important to remember Mm -hmm. that he did love someone and she left him. Mm -hmm. She's gone. The queen got rid of him, which probably, maybe, wasn't a good idea in the end. Maybe. We'll see. We get another hallucination from Robert uh, in the next scene. He's now sees a beautiful blonde woman, although we can't see her face, so we don't know who it is. But yeah. we come to find out it was Catherine. As soon on. as I saw the blonde, the blonde girl go by, I was like, "That's Catherine." Oh. Like so you knew right then. I, I, okay. s- I totally put that together because at first I was kind of like that. I knew something was going on that was awkward with them. But as soon as that blonde girl walked past, I was like, "Okay, this is what I'm putting together," and it started to make more sense. Okay. But um, that was just that was just for me. Did you guys think the same thing? Yeah, at that point, because they were piecing the scenes together, mm-hmm. that he was in bed with her, and then it was like intercuts of those two things so I was like okay I think I understand yeah Uh, okay can we talk about Robert for one second of course so I was like I was thinking back to last episode and realizing that we saw him wake up as if he had just gotten in the crash Mm -hmm. I'm confused do you guys like have any idea of the timeline of this or was this supposed to be a flashback of like we're gonna see like we're just seeing bits and pieces of it now and then they're gonna be like oh well this happened you know what I mean I felt like the timeline was a little off for me because I thought for me it looked like as if he had just woken up as if the plane had just crashed Mm -hmm. did did you guys feel that way or is it or do you think he was just sleeping like (laughs) like 
I don't know. I think that he honestly was up to some bad stuff. Um, and I think he got involved in a lot of bad stuff. I think that the person we see now, when he comes back to the palace, which he will, obviously, it's going to be really dark. Like, he's going to be super dark, and I think that him in himself is, like, all full of secrets and lots of things that we can discover. That's not, I don't think, really good. Mm. Interesting. They did say the timeline was eight months, right? Yeah, so... Okay. So, Eleanor, when we do see Eleanor in one of his hallucinations, hallucinations asking him like couldn't you have been rescued or come home mm-hmm. you stayed there willingly and she what did she say eight or nine mm-hmm. months so I think that's how long it has been that he's been stranded and shot okay. down but I, I think that. when we did see him wake up kind of the end of last yeah. season beginning of this season thing that was kind of out of order of timeline that okay. was just yeah. to show you that he was alive okay yeah. that's what I was yeah. wondering because yeah. I was thinking about it this episode watching him like trying to you know just like survive and I was like wait then I just didn't really understand, but thank you for clearing it up. <laughs> but makes, I cannot wait sense. for him to come back. You're, he is going to be. <gasps> it's going to be. A, oh, well, I know it's going to be a disaster. I'm already, I'm already wrong because my prediction last <laughs> week was that we were going to see Robert surviving on the island the whole season, and Liam really being ready to take over by King, and the <sighs> season finale would be like Robert's home. Oh my God! What do we do? We just yeah. are trying mm-hmm. to, you know, Liam either would either have been freshly minted King or on the cusp of it. It's good. And that Robert's return would ruin it. So I'm wrong. Uh, we, week two. <laughs> but he's not back yet. Right. Yes, this is true. But it does see the direction like that it's going in. But I honestly, at this point, think Liam would be like, thank God. Yeah. Take it. I don't want yes. this. And then he can really mm-hmm. just like do his own thing. Because mm-hmm. like like Eleanor was talking to him, like you haven't been your own happy. Like mm-hmm. you haven't found your happy yet. Like, you guys, I just had this epiphany. Okay, what? go. What? Okay, this is so sad. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, what if Liam and Robert's relationship turns into his father and his brother's relationship? Oh, oh my god. That kind that of would happen. make sense. Yeah. Well, also, season too. four. Yeah. <laughs> that, I mean, that could happen because we don't, I mean, obviously, we saw the good sides. Uh, we hear the good sides of Robert. We don't actually know what he was like behind closed doors. We mm-hmm. don't know what he was doing. So mm-hmm. maybe he could have been putting on this whole act, to, you know, because mm-hmm. he was even confused. So that's a really great. We'll see what happens that there. That's really good. Well, it makes me even more excited to see where they're going to go yeah. with Robert. Because, I mean, can you imagine when he does go back, his his dad will have been murdered, mm-hmm. and then his girlfriend, um, or, you know, ex-girlfriend, is going to be sleeping with his brother. Like, things are going to get crazy. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, I would sign up to go back to that island, maybe, when mm-hmm. I got there. <laughs> Looks like uh, the guy that plays Christian Grey a little bit to me. Um, what's his name? Jamie. Uh, Dorn- James Dornan? Is that his name? Yeah, it's Dor. It started. Yeah. I don't know. The- I don't know. I'm not into those movies. Oh, wow. Sorry. I'm like the only one who's not. Yeah. No, I'm not either. Either. Nope. Never, never seen it. No. I, uh, seen it. I couldn't get through the first book, so I, I felt like I wouldn't like the movies that much either. A good, yeah, they probably are right in that one. <laughs> I'm more of a Twilight girl. <laughs> so the queen um, meets with Wilhelmina from the last episode she had met her in the tube and mm-hmm. said you know please come meet me at the palace so they're meeting at the palace and they agreed to call her Willow instead of Wilhelmina so that kind of seemed a little out of place to me but I'm wondering if it was one of those weird things where the audience didn't like her name and thought it was too old fashioned or oh, something amazing. so they're like the scriptwriters are like let's give her a new well, name well I think Wilhelmina it's Wilhelmina Models they're like you know some the biggest oh, yeah. like modeling agency and that's what I thought the first time I heard her name so oh, maybe okay. yeah there they realized it a little late 
And they were like, let's change it. Maybe. Oh, that makes sense. And uh, I like the exchange. Yeah. Do you like, you know, she said, what do you like to be called? I like to be called Willow. I like to be called Your Majesty. Yes. So that was her asserting her power, as always. <laughs> For sure. Our sassy queen looking down at everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, the queen wants to hire her to rile up the public, run the social media, to keep doing this hashtag King Liam campaign. Um, it seems like she kind of doesn't really give her a yes or no. She like, wants to be able to trust the queen. That was so ballsy to say to the was, queen, if I could trust you. Right. I was wondering kind of what was her motive in saying that. It wasn't clear to me. I think it's because she's in love with Liam. Oh. She's totally in love with him. And he, I think he might sometimes play off of it. Like, he, he knows that she feels a little bit more for him than he does her. But he knows that she'll be there for him. And he needs as much as that support that he can get. So I think he might be taking a little bit of advantage of her feelings. But I think that's why she's so hesitant. Because I was questioning, is she going to tell Liam or is she going to keep it quiet? And luckily we saw that mm-hmm. she did tell Liam. Mm-hmm. And she was looking for his approval. Mm-hmm. So she's just trying to figure out is this going to ruin my relationship with him which you know that's what she was talking about and she doesn't want that to happen because she's going to confess her love that's my thoughts yeah she was like making sure it really is in Liam's best interest yeah. this thing she wants her to do yeah, exactly yeah. and yeah. the whole time that we've seen Willow come in it's always when she's picking Liam up when he's down and mm-hmm. she's always there to be like the positive light in his life and he'll she always he always takes her advice mm-hmm. and then we kind of don't see anything happen with it but right. she always pops back in so right. that's, that's what I think is gonna happen mm-hmm. with that one <laughs> maybe a better choice for Liam Right? Yeah. She's a good girl. She's beautiful. What's mm-hmm. wrong with her? I thought, I mean, honestly, I felt like Liam last season at the end had so many different kind of, like, girls that he was mm-hmm. talking to. Yeah. And they all blended into me. And then this episode, I was like, wait, are these people from last season? Like, I don't even, I need a little refresher with all of Liam's women. Yeah. yeah. Well, with Willow, I mean, she, like, got drenched in that thing. And he was like, I won't leave you waiting. And then left her waiting. And then he was like, I'm sorry, but that's kind of, like, all we saw about that. So, yeah. I don't know. I think that I think that we'll see maybe that fester a little bit and maybe come into a conflict later on the season. Ooh, I love it. Mm-hmm. Mm, I love how there's a possibility of everything. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, Mr. Hill uh, comes in to have a conversation with Jasper, uh, hugs his daughter, a little pat on the butt, sends her off, and then he talks to Jasper about getting closer to Eleanor and and introduces kind of what the rest of the episode is about with Jasper and Eleanor as far as if the public finds out they're dating, it will be heavily scrutinized and probably won't be too good for the relationship. Um, let me try to buzz through some of this stuff and then we can chat, chat, chat. Okay. Um, the queen meets with her team to discuss Cyrus's appearance on the talk show. And um, I always say the names wrong. Mr. Honisberg, I guess, is Lord <laughs> Chamberlain's last name. I guess that's how you pronounce it. Um, he suggests that... Uh, Oh, guess what? He just gave us the paternity proof we need to get, and we'll, let's get it tonight. Um, Eleanor teases Jasper that he is seeing Sarah Alice, and she's smitten. And uh, he says they never said they were exclusive, and she says that works both ways. So now not only do we have the is it a good idea or not a good idea for them to date, there's this whole we're not exclusive, and now we're going to go back and forth between the two of them. Uh, okay, let's stop yeah. right there for a sec. Okay. I, I will say I'm really excited to, to see this um, kind of 
pause for Jasper and Len. Like, we've seen so much push and pull. I thought we were going to see a little bit more of it. But the fact that we're seeing, a, not like really closure, but a start of something exciting with their relationship because we've been dying for it to happen. And we're finally seeing it fester into something amazing. And Jasper has been so open and willing to make this work and it makes me so excited and so happy because Len deserves this mm-hmm. more than anybody. Mm-hmm. Sam, you're smiling. What are you thinking? <laughs> I just can't not smile when I think about Jasper. Oh my gosh. I know. Ugh. And I mean, did you guys talk about this at all before? I think per their social media because I sometimes you know, they're they're dating, right? I don't know. They should be. I think well, that they're doing something together. I think what I said too. last week is like she won't she won't she only admits that they're best friends all mm-hmm. the time and I think that they are dating but keeping it quiet. Like mm-hmm. Jasper and Eleanor. Yeah. But honestly, mm-hmm. I really hope it is because, first of all, they're just like, they have such amazing chemistry. Oh, yeah. It just jumps off the screen. Like, the electricity I feel when I watch them is insane. It's insane. unreal. Like, and it's, it feels so real, too. Yes. It's not just like an acting love. It's mm-hmm. literally like, it's amazing. And I just, yeah. I just, I'm excited to see their relationship finally start to grow. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that, I'm glad that he did talk to Mr. Hill about the possibilities of this not working. And I'm glad they're having a conversation about it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? They're not, they're not keeping it bottled up. Everything's right. on the table right now. And that's what we've all been waiting for is to right. everything finally be on the table for them to figure out what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. It's amazing that he even got this far, considering what he was there for originally. Um, so now that like she's forgiven him and it's a possibility, it's Ugh. so exciting. It is so exciting, and just the way that he, the way that he was like finally being like, yeah, okay, I'm jealous, and mm-hmm. admitting to those faults. Because I feel like if we would have watched Jasper maybe a season ago, he would not admit to being mm-hmm. jealous and not not admit to feeling these ways about Len. Yeah, um, but Sherry Friedman in the chat said, you know there will be more drama for Len. It scares me. It scares me when things are good, mm-hmm. especially for her. Yeah, She's a real self-sabotager. Yeah. yeah. And we know that that, got, that Beck comes back because he's in the trailer. Oh, that's right. I, I don't like when <sighs> Beck comes back. <sighs> Obviously, I think I love Beck as a character, but him with Len, I don't like them together because he tries so hard to change who she is mm-hmm. rather than help her become, you know, a healthier person and not mm-hmm. be on drugs. He's just so much as, like, cold turkey, I don't want you to do this because it's not working for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. It's not about her. It's about him. No. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what I don't like. No. I know he I know he definitely loves her and wants his best, like, interest for her, but it's, it's more for his benefit fit not hers and that's what I don't like about Beck I really don't want to see them have a thing again (laughs) and that's that Mm -hmm. Uh, let's continue on talking about Eleanor and Jasper's um, storyline throughout the show um, oh my gosh, this is so hard as much as this show skips around here Mr. Um, so Eleanor visits Liam in his bedroom he's back home from Catherine's apartment he's trying to conceal his black eye with only a baseball hat which I am wearing a black baseball hat. I'm so, I'm so Liam tonight. Um, she pops her concealer right out of her bag and starts concealing his eye. And she's like, "What's going on with you?" And she's really trying to put to get put to bed his like issues in his head. And she said, "You know what, Liam? Like you're not going to bend to the darkness like Ted did." Um, and she tries to convince him to go to the electric carnival with Jasper as their detail. He knows what she's up to with bringing Jasper as their detail, but they go anyway. Uh, At the carnival, Eleanor tells the press she's not dating anyone exclusively, which was very pointed at Jasper, which he took note of. 
Yeah, she looked at him. She went, because mm-hmm. I'm not dating anybody exclusively. <laughs> and I was like, yes! <laughs> Jasper, did you hear that? <laughs> Um, then uh, Eleanor and Liam meet uh, a guy, Charlie Madden, and Willow has met him there as well and says they just met. I don't remember this Charlie Madden fellow. I assume for the fact that they throw his full name out and then we really don't see him again, that he'll be used again for something else. Probably. Yeah, probably. I feel like Liam and them, they have those friends that are there around these parties, and they're yeah. always the ones to try to, like, make him forget about what's going on right now. Yeah. Um, so we'll probably see him again, just like some of his other friends throughout the seasons. Um, Jasper gets upset about Eleanor flirting with a guy and goes and knocks him out. <laughs> I was like, go Jasper. <laughs> uh, Liam talks to Eleanor at the concert about, you know, playing games, and she says... Dude, it's girl 101. I have to make him tell me before I say anything to him about moving on and getting any deeper. He has to be like, no, I want to be exclusive with you. Um, which is girl 101. Oh, it is. As soon as you tell a guy they like you, they're like, see ya. I was yep. like, seriously? And they won't even give you a chance. So the fact that she's like, all right, he's got to admit to me, I've been basically waiting. And we've seen this for so long, and she's been hurt so many times. He does deserve to tell her first. Mm-hmm. Well... It's true, but it's just, uh, I don't know, the two of them, it's like fire, one's fire and one's gasoline, and they each, like, switch off who's who, mm. and it mm. scares me, but I, I, I love, like, I mean, I can't even keep a straight, and, like, I can't talk straight, I can't <laughs> walk straight, or think straight, or look straight when I'm talking about Jasper, especially, <laughs> Jasper and Eleanor, but yeah, I'm, like, trying to, I'm, like, like my hands are moving yeah. for those that are listening. I think I mean there was one day it was like a Sunday and I was hungover or something and I just went deep into stalking him. Like down the rabbit hole so yeah, media. Like really yeah. down the rabbit hole and then I was just like put it away. I was like this is too much Sam you have a problem. No he is. You can do that to a girl. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of Jasper, Eleanor asks him, why are all the boys disappearing that she's been flirting with all day? (laughs) I think they've met a similar fate that the other guy did who got pushed between the porta-potties after he got knocked out. Jasper, she tries to get some more information out of him, too. And he's like, no, you know what? I'm discreet. And here's the information I will give you. He's like, Liam's feeling guilty. Uh, He also likes a girl, but it's keeping his distance from her. And then Jasper goes and has a conversation with Liam about this kind of stuff and talks in an English accent. He takes his sunglasses off from security guard duty and starts speaking in an English accent. I wasn't sure what that was about other than he's trying to like blend in and look like one of his friends or something. I'm so glad you brought that up because okay. it always bothers me with he's, him. Yeah, he switches it back and forth all the time when I'm like, I think so, I think I've just gotten prone to not thinking me about his, his dialect because sometimes I hear it and then sometimes I don't. I'm like, wait, wait which one were you doing this episode? Mm-hmm. I'm not exactly sure. I think it's when he's in public and people can hear him. Okay. Uh, I'm assuming. But okay. sometimes he does it in the palace, too. Yeah, like but there's still people Hill, around. Not even yeah, public, true. but like still if there's like people around. Because yeah, does Mr. Right. Hill really know? Does he know? No, he doesn't I, know, no, Jasper. I think he does. Does he? I he, does. I, he does know because he. I think he said something, you know, about like protecting Len and like making sure. Last year he said, like, I know who you are. Yeah. Something yeah. Like that. Yeah. So it weirds me out how he does that. <laughs> but yeah, I'll, I'll look very past back and it. Forth. <laughs> yeah. That's like a Mark Schwann question for yeah, us. Yeah, there must be. Because I feel like it's purposeful. Yeah. Yeah. It is, for and sure. The, and the other thing is, he is British in real life. Tom Austin. Mm-hmm. So when, you know, speaking in an English accent all the time, or uh, sorry, American accent all the time is 
actually him fake acting, but yeah. Yeah, so he does, gets, he's not actually American. It gets confusing. So I'm like, yeah. when he starts speaking in the British accent, I'm like, wait, was he supposed to do that? Did he slip up? Did the people filming <laughs> it not even catch that? Like, it just makes me very confused. <laughs> um... Liam says when Robert was in the family, uh, he and Eleanor could hide. Like, all the pressure was on him. Um, but Jasper's like, you know what? You do a good job as the head of the family. And uh, we also get another hallucination from Robert, who sees the woman again, and she asks, what do you want? I don't really get it. I don't know if that means, like, what do you want for your life? To come home or to stay there and die on that island? Or, you know, do you want to come home to me? I didn't know. I took it as choose if you want to stay or choose if you want to go because you're going to have to choose basically your fate of dying on this island or getting saved and living out the royal lifestyle that you were living that I don't know if you were happy with. So Mm -hmm. I think that just kind of like sparked something in him and he was realizing, all right, I need to make decisions now and even though it's going to be terrible, like he clearly chooses to want to go back to the palace. So I think that was just the decision maker in his mind, like you have to choose one like lesser of the two evils, I guess. And okay. how bad was it being the prince that he's, like, choosing to be, like, Tom Hanks on the yeah. side? I know. I know. We talked about it being, like, castaway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very uh, castaway. I think that that is how most of the, it seems like all the children feel that way yes. about being in the royal family. I think the queen and Cyrus love mm-hmm. being the head of the royal family, mm-hmm. and all the children seem like, oh, if I could give this up tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> they seem so burdened by it. Yeah. It's funny because um, the queen, Helena, 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 I always mess that up. Me anyway, so the queen, she always, whenever there's an episode and you think that maybe she doesn't actually want this, like, majesty or anything, you're like, oh, she doesn't want to actually have it. And then she does something to where she's like, I'm queen again. And yeah. it's like, okay. So you really do, you really do love being royal. She really enjoys yeah. it. Well, well, I think it has something to do with being raised in yeah. the palace. And, I mean, Cyrus, I'm not exactly sure. Because at, at that point, he had his older brother, and, like, there was a Robert, essentially, mm-hmm. that took the heat off of you. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if you're raised to be, like, number one that entire time, it is, yeah, really, really stressful. There's no one else to take anything off of your shoulders. Yeah, right. that makes sense. Right. Agreed. We've got a real Prince Harry situation <laughs> for poor Liam. Oh. Um... Eleanor tells Liam he's a good person because he keep, he won't stop talking about. I'm really thinking about am I even a good person? I think he's just struggling with the whole King Liam thing in mm-hmm. his head constantly because he's like, I kind of just made someone get murdered a couple of weeks ago. Well, and also you know that's this potentially love of his life. Like Fee and people in the chat have been talking about her. We miss her. Yes. I'm glad they still mention her to do story continuity. But yeah. I also am thinking she's going to come back. I don't know why she didn't last season. I was so surprised. Mm-hmm. I think I saw something on social media that she's not being brought back this season, which I was team Liam and um, Ophelia. Ophelia. Yeah. I was totally team them. But I think I don't think she's coming back. Why? So it, I don't know. I don't. I don't know why, actually. Um, but I think I saw it on social media somewhere that she yeah. wasn't going to be returning this season. Um, but yeah, I do. I do miss them, and I think that was the only time I really saw him genuinely happy. And bringing up Ophelia and kind of talking about his happiness, I was thinking back to like, okay, really, when has he been happy? Mm-hmm. And the last time was when they went on that vacation to Monaco. Where Ash, mm-hmm. To Monaco. So good. That mm-hmm. was the last time you actually saw him genuinely smile because when they got back. 
everything went right. crazy. Right. And so that's that's been a really long time because yeah. he's been struggling with this internal. I'm going to be king. I'm not going to be king. I have to fight back. I don't. I don't know how to fight back, and just all these internal struggles. So I think it would be exciting to see Liam find happiness. I just don't know if I personally want it to be with his brother's ex girlfriend because it makes him kind of. For right now, I see Liam as this like innocence like he has this innocence to him and it's so endearing and I don't want that to go away in him mm-hmm. that's a good point yeah and for story continuity I feel like they have to address that her father died yeah he was there they haven't spoken about it like they haven't he, he hasn't like expressed yeah. his condolences well he to did her. say he tried to contact her but she's gone all oh, off of social right, media right. she changed mm-hmm. her number oh that's right that's right everything mm-hmm. but I mean I agree I just think that like she was basically like the third or second main character the first season yeah yeah and it was yeah. kind of about her story and then the royal story, like, coinciding, and now she's just gone. So And it's, we have to know. know what exactly happened with her mother. What, like, yeah. yeah, there's too many questions. I know. I was kind of, when that whole thing was going down last season, I was trying to think of the, the true reason why she died. And for a second, I thought that maybe she was cheating on her husband. And I thought that maybe... T- uh, Ted was the one that killed her. So, like, I had all these, like, theories in my head. And then when we saw that he killed her, I was like, okay, those... He was just feeling vengeance. And I was, like, totally thrown off. But, yeah, I I wish we would kind of have a little bit more explanation. But who knows? We've been brought back to a lot of, like, full Mm -hmm. circle things. So maybe Mm -hmm. we'll get back to it eventually. Right. There was a time when I thought Robert would never be brought up again. I was like, oh, he's gone. Same. And same thing with about the paternity test. I thought that was going to be something we would never talk about again. And then, luckily, they're trying to figure out how they can make it happen to make... Make all these this proof about King Liam. Why can't they get the cousins, the two Maribel and Penelope's DNA? That would show that they're related. Yeah, they have too much chlamydia. It's like just, <laughs> I mean, we haven't heard we haven't heard about them in all this season. So I'm wondering if it's kind of a thing where it's kind of like they've kind of been written off, at least for now, written mm-hmm. off the show. Because Mark did tell us last season um, that one of the actresses they had problems with her, so that's why they did the whole like makeover oh. character situation with the one sister oh i was wondering about that i was like maybe they got another gig or something clearly mm-hmm. had to have happened for the mm-hmm. the makeover situation to happen that's <laughs> and interesting. I, I like and, them and, i want them to come back <laughs> oh i know i think they're hilarious they were interesting and, and mark was saying how sometimes you know these characters that are like a b character they're not like full cast a level character uh-huh. it's sometimes their schedule will not work out with shooting the show so then they can't use them and write right. them in so, gotcha. Sometimes that's what happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of this long carnival day, and they're back home in the palace. Um, Eleanor is definitely flirting with Jasper and dressing in front of him. Um, and they go. He basically they kind of have a conversation with each other. He says, "I don't think us dating is a good idea. It's not fair to you." And she tells him a story. Takes him to the library and tells him a story about how there was a royal family member who did fall in love with her bodyguard. They got married. They had children. One of the children's name was Jasper. And I just thought it was such an adorable story and way to tie everything all together. And thank God his character's name was Jasper. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she tells him she wants love letters in the hollowed out book the same way that these two royals used to leave for each other. Um, she does end up finding a letter in the book, but I'm wondering what it said because it seemed like she wasn't smiling. So it's another cliffhanger for mm-hmm. us. Yeah, I Any was wondering ideas? that too. I think it was a little too soon. I don't think he, yeah. he I think he needed more time to write the letter. Oh, uh. Oh, I'm wondering if it was like a I love you but we can't be together. I hope not. (laughs) I don't know. So 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 upset. Maybe someone overheard and wrote Right. Yeah, I was thinking at first my first initial reaction was like, Oh, it's so adorable. That's 
that's perfect. But and then again, right, things are probably too good to be true. So mm-hmm. I guess we'll see where that one goes. Uh, Liam goes to see Catherine. They kind of have this beautiful, like, kissing in the streetlight moment. You know, it's like, we shouldn't be together. We should be. There's a million reasons we can't. Blah, and they kiss anyway. Um, and then we see Robert awaken one more time for one more hallucination with mm-hmm. the beautiful blonde woman. We flash back to Catherine's apartment where Liam and her had just been kissing. But no, they're in bed together. They've just slept yes. together. And we see... The tattoo on her back, which matches the tattoo Robert was carving on a piece of wood earlier, and then we see the tattoo on the back of, like, the ghost woman that he's been hallucinating about. And then we see a helicopter come. So I think Robert's getting ready to send up a flare, but we don't know. But this is a huge bomb that Liam has allowed himself to fall in love with his brother's girlfriend, ex-girlfriend? Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming it was the girlfriend that, like he was with when he passed away. Or and they passed showed a away. picture, right? Wasn't there a frame? Yeah, yeah, they showed a picture yeah. of, them together. of them together. That was the big, like, ha-ha. Like, yeah. yeah. But I want to know what that tattoo means, one. Mm-hmm. And two, I, and I know she's vulnerable, but don't do that. Like, I feel like, like, with, with Liam, sorry. I oh, just, you think they should be together? I just don't think they should be together, No. She should at least get rid of the photo, like, put the photo in yeah. the drawer. <laughs> Seriously. But, yeah, I want to know what that tattoo means. Yeah. I'm, I'm intrigued. Oh, yeah. Same with me. And like, whatever happened to Dominique Stewart's brother? Like, he just killed him, and then they're like, oh, get rid of the dead body. Yes. So I'm wondering when his daughter will pop out of the woodwork, like, yeah. you killed my father, Bob, I'm going to get you. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, well, and, yeah. And her and Liam kind of had something, too. Yeah. Right. So I, I for a second got them confused. Me, too. Yeah, I me, like, too. Oh, is this and then, yeah. I, yes, I thought last week that this girl may yes. have been mm-hmm. that girl. Mm-hmm. The Same. Stuart girl. So He likes blondes, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> what can he well, do? Liam is definitely a blonde. <laughs> um, Cyrus's storyline, real quick. Uh, they trick him into getting his retinas scanned in Mr. Hill's office for security. He uh, sees some faux footage of Violet running around the palace. So it's either old footage they've placed in there or it's a body double or something. And he goes off running around the palace looking for her. In the meanwhile, they break into his bedroom with a really good double, which is actually uh, the actor who plays Cyrus with a lot of heavy makeup on. Yeah. And Wait, it was him. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I'm an idiot. Yeah. I was like, they really found someone that looks <laughs> not like him. <laughs> um, no, he did a great job. It was very yeah. funny. Um, and they steal his testicle that has been preserved on the fire mantle. Kind of like interesting, yeah. Kind of like when you do like biology and those like Like gross, like yeah. It's like you have a baby's head or something. American Horror Story, something like that. So gross. So they steal that and they get away with it. Um, Later on, Cyrus figures that out, is Mm -hmm. pissed, and he confronts the queen. And I loved this line from him. He said, "I'm a dying man with sovereign immunity and nothing to lose." Intense. I, mean, mm-hmm. I don't know if he's ever. He says a lot of mean things, but like that was the most poignant line I think he's ever said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we we have some drama that it's about mm-hmm. to hit us head on. It's going to be scary and intense. I'm mm-hmm. It's going to be great. Mm-hmm. What do they miss, gals? What did I miss? Well, can we Anything? talk about who directed it really quick? Oh, yeah. oh my god, go for it, girls. Yeah, no, I'm so excited because I'm a huge One Tree Hill fan. Obviously, Mark Twain is too. like amazing, and James Lafferty directed this episode. 
episode. Yeah, he it is was, amazing. He's a great, he did, directed a couple last year, too. Mm-hmm. He is fantastic. So, just wanted to bring that up, because shout out to James Lafferty, you did amazing. Amazing. Come in to the studio. Yeah. yeah. Yes. We'll talk about it. Or, like, come over to my apartment. It's fine, <laughs> whatever. Really, really quick, let's each do one super quick um, prediction for next week, and then we'll Your After Buzz TV predictions. Okay, I predict that they didn't show it from next week, but Robert will come back mm-hmm. and it's going to stir some things mm-hmm. up. Okay. Yes. Um, my quick prediction is that uh, we're going to have some sort of tiff between Liam and, and Catherine. She's going to be like, we shouldn't have done that, and then Liam's going to be heartbroken. Oh. My prediction is that Cyrus messes with the DNA results, and even though it proves that they are you know, legitimate, he's going to mess with them somehow, intervene, and they're going to be shocked that... It reveals they're not. Mm. Uh, my prediction is that Eleanor and Jasper sleep together for the first time, and she Ooh. gets that exclusive, like, we're exclusive thing from her because he says, I want you and only you in the promo. So Yay. I think things are going to get hot and heavy. All right, Love girls, it. where can we find you online to continue the combo? Um, thanks for having me, guys. You can find me, Sam Davidson, at SamD43 on Twitter and Instagram and at SamDavidsonEntertainment.com. And I'm Allie Nasta. You can find me on Twitter at Allie Nasta and on Instagram at Allie Girl. This is Fern Rone. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at Fern Rone, R-O-N-A-Y, and my website, FernRone.com. And her book, Better in the Morning. Uh, guys, it's Megan. You can find me on uh, Snapchat, Twitter, and Instagram. It's all at Megan Stecker. It's M-E-G-A-N-S-T-E-C-H-E-R. Thank you so much for joining us. We're so excited to be back next week. Uh, I believe Annabelle will be joining us next week. Um, and thank you for joining us tonight, Sam. Yes. And we'll see you next time. Bye. See ya. And Megan interviewed Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> <laughs> you forgot to mention From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.